0: Hey what's up guys today I want to share with you one of my very first life lessons and I also want to discuss a little bit about success. I have wasted years in a nine-to-five lifestyle making bosses dreams come true and now for more than a year I've learned all I can about building an online business and now I'm jumping headfirst into the online world so that I can start making my dreams come true. Join me as I learn, share, and apply everything that is happening throughout my journey to finding freedom and fulfillment. I'm Pat Phelps, and this is the Freedom and Fulfillment Podcast. Man, what's up, guys? That intro is getting me pumped up every time I listen to it. I actually made the whole thing myself, and I'm super proud of it. So, <clears throat> thank you, thank you. <laughs> anyways, um, I'm about to go to work here in about an hour, and it is right now it is 6.20 p.m., so... That lets you know I'm working nights. Last night was daylight savings. So I actually worked instead of 13 hours, I had to work 14 hours. So that was fun. Uh, I came home, slept about four hours, and uh, <clears throat> I got up to do my podcast. So super excited. Obviously, uh, man, now that I'm on episode four, like after the first one, the first one was very difficult. Okay. It was like, it took a lot to like, work myself up to do it and like I had to like build this courage inside of me and all this stuff. But after that it's getting a little bit easier and I'm actually really enjoying it now to be honest. Uh I'm I'm loving it. It's very awesome and fun. Uh so anyways, I appreciate you guys feedback who have uh messaged me on Facebook or you know posted comments on some of my uh different posts that I've made about my podcast. I really appreciate the feedback and the support. Um, but anyways, let's jump into it. Excuse me. So I want to discuss one of my first life lessons. Okay. And, uh, just to give you a little bit of a backstory on this, uh, I mentioned it a little bit in my first episode, but there was a house. Okay. And you gotta, you gotta imagine I live in a small town and my whole family, which I have a pretty big family, but about probably f- I don't know. Let's see. It was me, my parents, and probably three or four different uncles, plus my grandparents, plus my aunt, and a bunch of a bunch of cousins, tons of cousins, all living on. We all lived in different little trailers, and a couple of them, my uncles had houses, but. We all lived on like an acre and a half of land. So we were all next door to each other. And uh, it had its pros and cons for sure. But uh, I mentioned it a little bit in my first episode that my great grandfather had built one of the houses on that piece of land. And at the time when I was a kid, it was about 70 or 80 years old. And, you know, you could tell it was super old. It had the old um <clears throat> if you don't know what it is it's an old propane uh, propane lit heater where you literally have to turn the propane on stick a match in there and it lights up and it had the little uh, the uh, fire bricks I don't know exactly what all they're called but it was like super ancient looking and (laughs) you crank that thing up when it's uh, cold outside and you basically just sit in front of it and that's the only spot in the house that you could warm up unless you went and turned on the oven which we did <laughs> so anyways uh we were living in this house and um uh, so there was a front patio or porch which was a uh, cemented it was a cemented closed in front porch and that's where the washing machine and dryer was well there was also a matching back porch okay it was a like you you go into the house and then once you get to the very back of the house you step down like two steps and now you're on the back porch but this back porch was closed in into an extra bedroom and that is where me my dad my stepmom my little brother and my little sister all stayed okay and it was tiny And when I say tiny, it literally had room for one bed on one end of the room and then a couch on the side, and then, you know, a spot for a TV. And that was where we lived. And um, I can remember, okay, uh, this is the same house where I talked about in episode one where I would come home and it was literally so old and it had never been, uh, you know, remodeled or anything. So termites were living in the walls. and sometimes something would trigger them or whatever would happen. And I would come home from school and they would just be swarming all through the house. And literally, it just looked like a fog in the air <clears throat> because there were so many of them. Um, But anyways, uh, yeah, we so we lived on the back porch. And I remember one day somebody was getting in trouble or something from my dad because, <laughs> you know, us kids, we like to when you all when you have three siblings in one room somebody's gonna be getting in trouble a lot but anyways um i remember i i believe it was me getting in trouble honestly uh but my dad he had gotten onto me and he sat me down they had a waterbed okay if you remember waterbeds <laughs> we had a. They, my parents had a waterbed and he sat me down on the edge of this waterbed okay and he he looked at me and he's like son He's like, you know, and I was probably six or seven years old. And he says, son, you are the oldest. He said, I understand this. uh, But you have a responsibility as the oldest of your siblings to be the example. Okay. And when he told me that, I understood it enough to make almost every decision in my life based off of that almost subconsciously so literally i would from from that point on i would go through life and everything that i did i would think about okay how would my brothers and sisters see this and react or how would they uh you know if i want if i was going to do something bad in which i did do a lot of things wrong in my life but if I wanted to do something bad, I would figure out a way to where none of them would ever find out. Like, it's almost like I lived a double life in, in a lot of things growing up because I did not want to be that bad example. So I everything that I did in front of them was good. I wouldn't, you know, curse. I wouldn't get into fights. I wouldn't, you know, I tried to be the good example in front of them. Okay. But, you know. You get around friends at school and stuff and you're completely different. And that's how I was. But then when I got on the bus, you know, unless I was fighting a a kid or something taken up for one of my siblings, I usually was the good kid, you know, the quiet good kid. Um and there were times where I fought people taken up for my brothers and sisters. So, you know, hats off to that kid that I punched in the face. Anyways Um, so anyways, everything that I did was almost hidden or secretive, you know, especially if it was something wrong, but I still wanted to be the good example, the good big brother. Um, but here's the problem, guys. I spent my whole life doing this in an average way. I was very average. Okay. Uh, I didn't do anything that would inspire their life so much that they would want to actually follow me. Okay. The things that I did do. Yeah, those were all good. But it wasn't like, you know, they didn't grow up saying I want to be just like my big brother. I didn't do anything to make them feel that. And I, I know now because I'm, you know, an adult and they're all adults except for my youngest sister. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're all going our separate ways, kind of. You know, I'm still I still see them and talk to them and we're all. Kind of close in some ways, but for the most part, you know we're nothing alike and I honestly I blame that on myself uh, but I read this book uh, a few months ago, actually, and uh it's about it talks a lot about success, okay it talks a, a ton about success. And uh, what what he says in this book is he talks about how success is your moral obligation. It is your duty to be successful, not to be average. You can't be average and be successful because if you're average, you're only going to be average. There's no there's no two things like how do you be successful being average? You're going to be averagely successful. And who measures success? You know, the saying is success is what you make it. Well, that is true in some ways, but also a lot of people make average choices and average decisions, but they look at themselves as successful, whether that's uh, a daily success, whether it's a an event success, whether it's a, a monthly success, a job success a wealthy success, family success whatever there's all different kinds of success I'm not labeling it as one thing but One thing that does hinder success is being average. And that's what this book talks about. And uh, he also discusses a little bit about being ethical. He says, you know, he teaches about um, how people grow up being taught, you know, don't lie, steal and cheat, you know, uh, and you'll be ethical. But what about the commitments to yourself? What about the dreams that you have in your life? What about the desires that you want inside of you to move forward and become something great, okay? Is it ethical to not do any of those things? Is it ethical to ignore the promise within yourself? Is it ethical to ignore your destiny? Okay, you might be the guy that runs the wallet that someone dropped uh, down the street. You might be that guy that picks it up and runs it back to their house, but Are you fulfilling your dreams? Which one's more ethical? Sure, it's ethical to bring someone's wallet back to them. Of course. No doubt about it. It's ethical to not tell the lie. It's ethical to not steal. No doubt. But, when you have this desire to become something and you ignore that, are you being ethical to yourself? Are you living up to your commitments? That is a greater accomplishment, a greater level of ethics than just telling the truth or giving someone their lost wallet back. Okay. And that's something that I did not understand. And that's something that doesn't come from being average. How do you get past the point of, you know, you just have these desires to, I'm going to go do these desires. I have these dreams to I'm going to go accomplish these dreams. Okay, that is moving towards real success in my book. Okay, you can be successful by waking up. You know, they say uh, <clears throat> beat every day. You know, they say beat every day by waking up. And the first thing you do is make your bed. You know, and, and that's how you have successful days. You know, and maybe that's true because... Most average people don't wake up and, and make their beds, right? Um, most average people don't start podcasts. <laughs> I started this podcast as trying to step out of being average. Okay, but here's the thing. Don't, you can't stop there because guess what? There are a lot of people who wake up and make their bed, and there are tons of people who have started podcasts. You can still be average on the next level. Does that make sense? How do you become greater than average on every level? Okay? That's the question I want you to ask yourself. You must do more. You must you must commit. You must be ethical to yourself and to your dreams and to your commitments. Live up to those commitments. Okay? I am I am striving to do this guys. I don't want to be average. I don't want to be unsuccessful in my own mind, okay? I want to be successful in my mind. I want to find freedom and fulfillment based off of what I believe that actually is, okay? Some people may not agree with me, and that's cool. That's totally fine. But guess what? I've had people, okay, since I started doing these things you know digging into this online stuff and and digging into starting a podcast and doing videos and all this stuff i've had very average people tell me or talk about me (laughs) and say things like you know uh you're not even successful you know why are you talking about success and blah 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 and you know what they're right in a lot of ways they're right but guess what i'm not average. I'm getting out of that average and mundane and, you know, this mediocrity self and moving into that next level of myself. Does that make sense? All right, so I hope this <clears throat> inspired somebody today. Um, my very first life lesson, guys, that my dad taught me was to set the example. And this is me setting the example for somebody else. Who wants to jump? Someone else who is standing on the edge of the cliff. You got people talking trash behind your back. You got people yelling at you. You got people trying to hold you back. But you know that after you jump, you'll find that life that is not average. You'll find that success that you've been looking for. You'll be committing even further to your dreams and to your desires. Okay, that is where you find freedom and fulfillment. When you jump and it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Okay, You got to get those voices out of your head, just like I have to do. Every single day, <clears throat> I have to do the same exact thing. So just know you're not alone. I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone, even though it feels very lonely. <clears throat> Guys, I support you if you're listening to this. I hope you support me. And uh, go crush it, guys.